The John Morris Show, episode 137. The John Morris Show. Your life on code. Ladies and gentlemen, John Morris. Hey everybody, welcome back to the John Morris Show, johnmorrisonline.com. This episode, I'm going to be getting into talking a little bit more about CS degrees and why I think CS degrees are really a waste of time for web developers. And this stems from an email that I sent out the other day for my newsletter. I'm going to go through that email, kind of explain my thinking behind it, and then go through some of the reaction that I got. And I really want to address that reaction. Now, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know this is something that I've talked about before. And I really do believe that for the majority of cases, college degrees are completely useless. They're a waste of time and a waste of money for web developers. Now, it's important to listen very closely to what I'm saying. I didn't say CS degrees are totally worthless for everybody. I didn't say college degrees themselves are completely worthless in every single case. Although I think there are a lot of in other industries, a lot of other cases that could be made for degrees being pointless. And we've, especially here in the United States, bought so hook, line, and sinker into this idea that you absolutely have to have a degree in order to get anywhere in life. And I really want to attack that idea because I think there's a lot of industries where that's not the case. And I think web development specifically, I said they're useless. CS degrees are useless for web developers. And I think that industry in particular, a CS degree doesn't make a ton of sense. And we're going to go into why that is. And I'm going to, again, cover some of the pushback that I've got. And I also want to get into some of the statistics and some of the arguments and some of the things that actual employers themselves are saying when looking for web developers. So that's what we're going to do in this episode. If you're someone who's just coming out of college, or maybe you're considering getting into a degree, or maybe you're partway through your degree, or you're just someone who who has been had this drilled into your head that you have to have an, a degree in order to get anywhere. You'll definitely want to stay tuned to this episode because it could be very illuminating and maybe change some of your thinking and what you think you need to be doing with your web development career. And I think the really important part is there's a way that you can get where you want to go, where a college degree would take you much faster than what it'll take you actually going to college and for a lot less money. That's the thing that always kind of trips me out about this is this, we talk about this degree thing and people have arguments on both sides, but it's under this this specter, this, this cloud of how much debt you actually accumulate getting the degree. And so that's, that's really, to me, the more important point. And so we're going to get into all of that couple announcements before I do that. Uh, first announcement, you know, uh, right now over on Udemy, they're running, if you, if you follow Udemy at all, you know that a few months back, probably four or five months ago, they changed some of their pricing and their promotional guidelines and, and rules that they use. And so they had changed some of the pricing of courses. They limited how much instructors could charge for courses. They limited how much discounts could be provided and so forth. And it's been a really, really long time. They eliminated 
the use of what they called flat rate promotion. So if you remember, they used to do promotions where you could get courses for 10 bucks, flat fee of 10 bucks or 15 bucks or whatever. And they eliminated all that. And they ran with it for four or five months. First off, kudos to them for, for testing and trying new things. That's what, I mean, that's, that's kind of taken the lead in the web development community. A lot, they, they caught a lot of flack for it and they're probably catching a lot of flack now and a lot of people saying I told you so and there's always some critic but kudos to them for testing and experimenting and trying new things but it's been about four or five months now and you know they've they've got some data that they could look at and apparently you know it didn't work out quite the way that they they were hoping and so they've kind of gone back to I would call it a hybrid model they haven't gone all the way back to where they were before but they have changed. They've they've expanded the 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 range that instructors could charge for courses. The before it was fifty bucks. Now they've expanded it to two hundred bucks. They've expanded the amount of discount that someone can give. It used to be fifty percent was the max. Now it's I think seventy five is the max. And a part of that they've brought back the flat rate uh, promotions that instructors and then they at Udemy can can offer. And so. In order to promote that, they're doing a flat rate promotion right now where you can get any of their participating courses for just 15 bucks. Now, when you think about that in the context of what we're going to talk about in this episode of all the debt that people are accumulating in college, and then you have people who really want to be programmers and web developers who are spending tens, tens of thousands of dollars and going tens of thousands of dollars in debt in order to get a degree that really doesn't give them those skills, kind of does, but kind of doesn't, uh, this this kind of thing with Udemy really stands out as a unique opportunity. So uh, if you want to get access to that, I have a special discount link at johnmorrisonline.com slash September. If you just type that in your URL, you will be taken to the front page of their site with the the code activated, and then you can search around on all of their different sites for different courses that you want to to hop into. I recommend the Complete Web Developer course by Rob Percival, the Complete Web De- Design and Developer course by Brad Hussey. There's a PHP course by Edwin Diaz that's really good. There's an Android and an iOS 10 course by Rob Percival that are both really good. Those five courses alone are really kind of a college degree worth of curriculum <laughs> but it's actually in specific web development. You're not taking some gen eds of math and science and all this stuff over here that really doesn't have anything to do with your degree or learning a bunch of theory and not actually programming. With these courses, you're actually going to get in there and build real applications, do real programming, get access to real code, interact with other coders. So it's, it's not only cheaper and more cost-effective, it's actually, in my opinion, a much better overall experience, and you don't have to go tens of thousand dollars in debt in order to do it. So, JohnMorrisOnline.com/slash/September that'll get you access to the discount, and then you can kind of go through and pick and choose which courses you want to get access to. Second announcement: I, I mentioned this in the last episode. I really want to have, if you're new to the show, I really want to have you dive into that 10 episode challenge. I think some of you are doing it. I've noticed 
going back roughly about 10 episodes or so, I've noticed some of the the numbers of plays kind of pick up a little bit. So I think some of you are starting to do that. But I reference past uh, recent episodes quite a bit. And if you haven't listened to those episodes, then I really highly recommend that you do that because you'll be a little bit behind and maybe a little bit lost at certain points when I'm referencing something I said and you don't really know what I'm talking about. So be sure to take that 10 episode challenge. Go back and listen to the last 10 episodes. Get yourself caught up. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, and then we can all kind of move forward on the same page. Last but not least, again, if you're new to the show and want to subscribe, you can head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash johnmorrisshow. And that'll have a archive of all the past episodes. So you can, can do the 10 episode challenge there if you want. It'll also have all of the links of all the different places you can subscribe on iTunes, on your Android device, on SoundCloud, etc. So head on over and do that. And if you wouldn't mind leaving me a review on iTunes, that would really help me out. That's kind of how the show gets more exposure. I'm able to get uh, in front of more developers and we can kind of get <laughs> this unique approach that we take here to, <laughs> to our careers out to more and more developers. I think is a better approach. Uh, and, and not your typical, oh, you have to take this specific route. You have to go get this degree. You have to learn these specific skills, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we take a much more kind of hacker gorilla type approach to it. And I, and I think in the end gets people where they want to go a lot faster. All right. So I'm going to take a break. When we get back, I'm going to dive into why I think CS degrees are useless for web developers. You're listening to John Moore show. JohnMorrisOnline.com. You know, it's kind of funny. Every time someone uh, joins my email list, I ask them a very specific question. I ask them, what would you say if I could, if I told you I could teach you how to master PHP in the next few months? And I get a lot of interesting answers. Now, I get a lot of people who, you know, they say, sign me up. Where do I start? Let's do this, right? I get people who are a little more skeptical who say, um, it would depend on the details, you know, if it costs, what it costs, etc. And then I get people probably on the, the most skeptical end who are like, well, what does it exactly take to master PHP? And all these are really great questions. Now, let me ask you this, since you're here listening. What if I told you that you could get started learning everything that you need to know to master PHP, all the foundational skills that are necessary to move you out of maybe that job that you're working right now that you don't really like and just get yourself into an IT career. Oftentimes, people do it making more than they were making before. But even if you could just make the same and start doing it in an IT career as opposed to like I used to do, which was wearing my little chicken costume walling around in Greece all day, cooking chicken. Imagine if you could learn what you needed to learn, get the foundational skills you needed to start that process all for just seven bucks. What would your answer be? I hope your answer would be a resounding yes, because I know I'm going to go all keep off my grass old man on you, but I remember what it was like when I was coming up and the option to get all of that training in one place simply didn't even exist at that time, unless you wanted to read through a 500-page PHP manual, which I didn't want to do. But today, not only is that option available, but it's 
only going to cost you seven bucks to get started. So if you're someone who's serious about learning PHP, about making a career in the IT industry, about getting out of whatever you're doing now that you might hate and getting into the tech industry, you don't have to be a PHP coder forever. That's the thing. You can, If you want to get into all the fancy new stuff, Node and Python, and well, Python's not new, but Django and all this other stuff, all these frameworks and everything that's out there, that's fine. But one of the fastest ways to get out of where you're at now and into a an IT career is through PHP because it's simply the most popular server-side backend language that you're going to find. The job opportunities are huge and there's companies out, out there that are just starving for PHP developers. Clients out there starving for people who can create PHP applications. So again, if you're someone who's serious about making that happen, then I want to encourage you to head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash php. You can start taking module one of my PHP course for just seven bucks. So today, skip the latte from Starbucks, head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash php, and let's get started with your PHP career. Hey everybody, welcome back to the John Morris Show, johnmorrisonline.com. This segment, I want to get into why I think CS degrees are a complete waste of time for web developers. And this kind of stems from a newsletter or an email I sent out to my uh, newsletter the other day. It was actually just this past weekend, and it had that title. It said, CS degrees are a waste of time for web developers. And I kind of laid out my argument why I think that is. Now, if you're not on my newsletter, I would highly recommend getting on it. It's a daily newsletter. I send out daily tips. So if you're someone who's really serious about web development, want uh, I send out everything, these podcast episodes, but also YouTube videos, tutorials I do, just email tips, everything that that I create and produce. If you would want access to that, my newsletter is the best place to do that because there's things I send out there that I, I don't send out anywhere else. So you can just head on over to johnmorrisonline.com. You'll see right at the top, there's a form for you to enter your name and email address and you can do that and you'll get, you'll be uh, put into the newsletter you also get access to my one of my free PHP courses, uh, and then you'll get these daily tips. But in the newsletter, this is what I said. So I'm just going to read this to you, and then I want to re- read one of the responses that I got, and I want to address some of the things that were brought up there. Because I think the response really articulates what a lot of people who are really on the other side of this from me happen to believe and and I I think they happen to be wrong. So I want to I want to address this and and figure out what the truth is. All right, so I said I think college is a complete waste of time for web developers. According to 2010 census data, only 20% 27% of college graduates have a job that's closely related to their degree field. It's worse for developers. I personally know developers who spent tens of thousands of dollars getting their CS degree and still have to teach themselves how to actually program, which I do. My my little brother is a really good example of that. You know, he spent how much getting his CS degree, and he graduated his CS degree, and applied for a Java application developer job, and didn't didn't know Java. He couldn't write a Java application. Now, I've talked about how that's not necessarily a big deal for a lot of employers, but the fact that you spent that much money and you don't know how to code the thing that you need to know. Uh, it 
it doesn't make a ton of sense. And that's Java. That's more your enterprise, not pure web type stuff. So again, I, I, I really do know people. He's not the only one, by the way, but he's the example that I like to talk about and bring up. So I continue on the email. Eight weeks of Java at nine in the morning after a totally rad party ain't going to cut it for actually writing Java applications. Again, to interject here, that's one of the things that I find so funny about college. Here's the thing. I've been to college. I'm I'm like six classes away from, from having my degree. I could go back and if I really, if a degree were really that important, I could go back for those six classes, spend about a year, probably not even a full year, and get my degree. And the thing is, I could do that, spend the money, and it would mean absolutely zero for my career, which is why I don't do it. But I've been to college. I spent better part of four years in college, so I know how it goes. You know, you, you people like to pretend like. They're they're showing up to class. Oh, I've got my books and I'm all ready to go. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that are like that, but the majority of these people who push back against what I'm saying, I'm sure were showing up to classes just like I was, uh, hung over from the night before, with my mind really not on what I was doing, and I got an eight week primer, you know, I get a, I, an eight week primer on whatever the topic was. I I didn't go for a CS degree, so I I wasn't studying that kind of stuff. But whatever the topic is, it doesn't matter when you show up and you're you're hungover, not really in um, the mindset, or you're worrying about the girl who, who at lunch who looked at you and you thought, oh, maybe she'd like whatever. All the stuff that happens at college, uh, it's it's just it's silly to pretend like this is some hardcore intensive that people are are going through for these these CS degrees. Again, I'm sure there's people that do it, but if I had to guess, the mass mass majority do not. All right, so continuing on, I said, I'm sure there's some value in knowing theory, which I do believe, but for a web developer, getting a CS degree in order to web develop is something like going to dentistry school to learn how to brush your teeth. Total overkill, completely unnecessary, and likely won't actually help you much. Save your Benjamins. It's especially dumb when you consider that some of the best web development courses on the planet are available for just a few hundred dollars on Udemy. And so I go on and talk about what I talked about before, how you know you can get access to some of the best web development courses on the planet right on Udemy. <laughs> for uh, Even at full price, let's take the five courses that I mentioned. At full price, I think most of these courses probably are at the max, which is $200. So five courses at $200, you're going to spend $1,000. And the Complete Web Developer course by uh, Rob Percival has 200 and some odd lectures. And most of these courses are in that same range. So you're going to get thousands and thousands of lectures. You're going to be basically pay, be paying about a dollar a lecture at full price. Again, this is at full price. But during the promotion I mentioned, they're available for 15 bucks a piece. So you could get all five for 75 bucks. It's absolutely insane that people would spend tens of thousands of dollars when this kind of stuff is available. And the thing about it is you're actually going to build real apps and, and learn how to program in these courses versus college. Who knows? Right, I'm, there's some of that, but that's not what all of it is. A lot of it is theory and so forth. And look, 
I understand that stuff is important. You know, there's sometimes when I'm talking with my little brother who has a CS degree and he'll get into the theoretical stuff and I, I'm a little like, okay, uh, he uses, he talks about certain topics or principles and so forth. And I may have heard of them. Some of them I may not have. And, and I understand and he, he'll talk about, explain the theory or whatever, and it'll make sense, right? That's, that's good to know. But for a web developer, knowing that verse, but he doesn't, here's the thing, the flip side of it is, is he doesn't know how to code, right? He doesn't really know how to code that well. You know, over the years of his job, he's kind of taught himself, but he's still not a really great programmer. So again, understand what I'm saying. If you're going into web development, if you want to be a programmer, if what you actually want to do is write code, you should be going through a program that teaches you how to write code. Yes, the theory at some point is important, but you shouldn't be learning theory at the expense of learning how to program. In an ideal world, you would have both. But unfortunately, right now, you're kind of in a situation where you have to make a little bit of a choice. Now, if you can afford it and you think it's worth it, you could go to college and take the programming courses on Udemy or wherever. You could do both, and that, that makes total sense to me. But if you're trying to decide between one or the other, to me, it's a no-brainer to save your money, <laughs> to actually learn how to program, get a job where you're actually doing it, start making money and a living, and then at that point, if you want to spend the money and actually pay for it and not go into debt to get your CS degree, to learn the theory, to do all that stuff, that would make sense to me. That would be a smart approach. But this idea that, oh, we're just locked in. We got to get a degree. We got to get a CS degree, especially. It does, does, doesn't make any sense to me. Now, as a result of that, first off, I got a number of comments. You know, some were very, most were very positive. For example, I got this one from Michael Klim. It says, there are people out there who believe that going to college is equal to landing a job no matter what, which is true. People associate Oh, if I get my degree, I'll automatically get a job, which couldn't be further from the truth. And he said, I used to be envious of those who could afford to study web-related topics until I saw a portfolio of a guy who graduated in web design in the UK. After two years of college or university, his website was a shock. Forget about the good enough guy. It looked like the guy discovered HTML a week before graduation. I've seen that plenty and plenty, plenty of times. Matter of fact... The good enough guy that he's referencing is a podcast episode I did a few episodes back, which, by the way, <laughs> another plug for the 10-episode challenge if you haven't done that yet. But it was uh, referencing, or in that episode, I broke down a profile of a guy who had sent me his Upwork profile and said, hey, it's good enough, but I'm not getting any work. And so if you've been listening to the, uh, the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. It, that guy had a bachelor's degree in web development from some university. So he had his degree. Yet, if you look at some of his stuff, it wasn't just cream of the crop, top of the line type stuff. He had some good stuff, but you know, it, for as much as he probably spent on that degree, and I've seen plenty of people that do that, they'll send me their, their profiles or they say, I have this degree. And I get emails all the time from people who tell me, you know, especially when I send out these types of emails, they'll say, you know, I have my degree and you're right. I don't know the first thing about programming. So now how do I learn how to do that? That's why I'm talking about this stuff. 
I didn't just come up with this out of nowhere. I'm talking about it because I get these emails all the time. And I want to try and stop some people who might be going down that path and really have no clue why or what they're getting themselves into. I want to try and stop you from going down that path. So this is the response that I got that I think kind of typifies what a lot of people who disagree with me think. So this is from Janet and she says, I've enjoyed a lot of the stuff you've written, but I am so tired of hearing getting a college degree is a waste of time. It is people without a college degree who spout emails and verbiage like this. Did you know that 99% of web dev jobs out there with good companies require a CS degree? The truth is you need a college degree and extra classes to advance your skills. Now stop putting college degrees down. I give credit to uh, people credit who get them. A lot have to work and support themselves or their families while they're going to college. People who get college degrees should be proud of themselves. Okay. So I want to go, I want to pull out some of the things here that I think are important that we should talk about. First off, I'm so tired of hearing about getting college. Nobody cares what you're tired of hearing. Okay. It's, it's this kind of a typical emotional response that means nothing, right? It, you can feel that way. That's fine. But it, it has nothing to do with the argument that we're making there. And I want to point that out because a lot of people will bring this up of, I'm tired of hearing this, or people always say that, or you're just being mean, or this. That's not the case at all. And the fact that you might feel that way means nothing to the actual fact of whether or not a college degree is worth it for web developers. And the fact that it says it's people without a college degree who spout emails and verbiage like this. Okay, I don't have a college degree and I'm saying it. You could maybe say that. I can tell you, I could very easily go get mine. And I, if I did, I would still say the exact same thing. Me having the degree or not having the degree has nothing to do with the argument I'm making here. Okay, it's not some sort of jealousy or whatever. As a matter of fact, the reason I talk about this is how much time I wasted. It's my experience going to college that makes me talk about this and how much time and money I wasted, how much debt I accumulate, accumulated for nothing. So that's that's really what uh, brings this up for me. Having a degree or not having a degree has nothing to do with the argument I'm making. And people without degrees could very well make a sound argument against having them. That has nothing to do with anything. All right, so now here's where we get in to some of the quote-unquote factual statements did you know that 99% of web dev jobs, okay, this is a, this is now, this is making a, a factual statement. I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying what here is now not an opinion. It's not an emotion. We're talking about facts. So 99% of web dev jobs out there with good companies require a CS degree. Well, we can actually, we can actually check that. That's something that we can fact check. And that's one of the things that we're going to do here. Next is, the truth is, so apparently Janet has access to some uh, form of truth that the rest of us don't have, and she's going to relay that truth to us here. So the truth is you need, you need a college degree and extra classes to advance your skill. Again, she's saying the truth is you need, you have to have college or a college degree and extra classes to advance your skills. Again, that's something that we can, and frankly, I could, it's almost addressable right off the top. 
it's silly to think that you need a college degree to advance your skills, especially in the web development community. Given the fact that a lot of the programs you might enroll in, especially a CS program at a college, isn't going to teach you any of those skills that you need for web development. So to think that you need a college degree and and extra classes to advance your skills is silly. You can get all those skills, again, Udemy, Linda, uh, YouTube, all sorts of other places. Finally, she goes into the last part of it. I give credit to people who get them. They should be proud of themselves. They have to work hard while supporting. Again, none of that has anything to do with the actual arguments, the factual arguments being made here. It's all just kind of an appeal to uh, emotion, right? Oh, they work hard, so don't rag on them. I'm not ragging on them. It's fine if they got their degree. I'm not saying that those people are stupid. That's not what I'm saying. I'm more concerned about the people who are looking to start getting into it now and don't really know why, don't have a clear plan for what they're doing. All right, so that's the response. I really want to look at the 99% of web jobs require it and you need college degree in order to advance your skills. And I really want to kind of go through all of this. So I've got... And I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you both sides. That's the thing here. I'm going to give you both sides of this. All right. So I, I did some research on this, looking up, really trying to get stats and facts and so forth. All right. And so just talking about, first, I want to talk about college degrees in general. So this is just college degrees, nothing related to, to tech or anything like that. Just college degrees in general. And This is from the National Center for Education Statistics. Um, I believe this was based off uh, a survey that they did. And what this does is it's looking at employment to population ratios for 20 to 24-year-olds, and it's by sex and educational attainment. So we're going to kind of focus in on the educational attainment one. So this is people essentially coming right out of college and... It's looking at whether they have, it's looking at high school diploma, some college, but no bachelor's degree, bachelor's degree, et cetera, and the employment rates that those different categories have. So if you have less than a high school diploma, those people who don't have a high school diploma, 51% of those people are employed. I actually find that quite interesting. A lot of people would say, well, see, if you don't have a high school diploma, you know, you're, you're only 51% of those people are employed. That's probably higher than what most people think. The, what that says is that <laughs> there's a whole group of, there's 51% of the population who doesn't even have a high school degree who are getting jobs. Now, does that mean that those are the best jobs out there? It doesn't say anything about what they are, etc. I get that, but they have jobs. I bet if you ask most people, Hey, how many? How much of the population has uh, that doesn't have a high school degree has a job? They would probably oh, like ten percent. Like we've been so driven into our heads so much that you wouldn't think you would think it's almost impossible to get a job without a college or a high school diploma. Yet fifty one percent of the population of twenty to twenty four year olds has a job and no high school diploma. All right, so for people who have a high school diploma then the employment rate rises to 67%. So having a high school diploma increases your chance of getting a job by 
uh, we could say. Now, again, what I find interesting here is people, again, will automatically see 16%. That's a lot. Yeah, but it's always value to cost. Again, we're not looking at the types of jobs here. I understand that. Maybe if we got into those, it'd be more dramatic. But how much time do people spend getting a high school degree? They spend the first 18 years of their life, you start at four, so 13 years getting a high school diploma, and it increases your chance of getting a job by 16%. That's, that's a little bit more of a difficult sell than you might like to think. Now, I'm not advocating that you don't get a high school diploma, but I just want to look at the numbers and see what we find, and I think that's a little bit harder of a sell than a lot of people would like to admit. If you took something else that, you know, we're tied to this idea that we have to have a high school education, emotionally we're tied to it because it's been pounded into our head so many times. But I think if you were to take anything else and you were to say, you're going to spend the next 13 years of your life doing this, and it's going to increase your chance of getting a job by 16%. Most of us might think twice about what that particular thing is and whether it was worth our time or not. Now, again, if you dive further in, you said, yeah, it's going to increase your chance of getting a job by 16%, but it's also going to increase your salary by X number of dollars and so forth. Then you might find, okay, it's worth it. But it's important to evaluate it, even at that level, the high school diploma level, where people just automatically assume, well, you have to have one of those. But when we get into a college degree, then, you know, we can start to look at some of this even more. So if you have some college, but no bachelor's degree, then your chance, the the people that have that are, uh, the employment rate for them is 76%. And if you look at the overall, so the average of all of these groups is 71%. So having some college but no bachelor's degree actually gives you, raises your chance of of getting a job by 5% over the average. And it raises it 9% over people who just have a high school diploma. Again, you know, how much how much are you going to spend for that? How How many years are you going to invest for that percentage? And then if we get into the last one, people have a bachelor's or higher degree, their employment rate is 89%. So it does jump 13% from 76. But again, is that worth the tens of thousands of dollars? Is it worth the, the number of years and so forth? So again, I'm giving you both sides. That might seem like an argument for getting a degree. So I want to try and give you just all of the stats, the truth, and let you decide for yourself. I don't, I, I don't know that it's as compelling of a case as a lot of people would, would make. 13% is a decent jump. But when you evaluate how much you're going to have to spend for that, how much time, maybe not so much. All right, moving on. So uh, this is one of the things that I find interesting about this. So this is maybe more towards the argument that I'm making. But uh, this is a, a, rele- a poll that was conducted by um, a company called After College. And they're a website that helps connect job-seeking college students with employers. So they deal specifically with college students who are usually getting ready to graduate and they're looking for jobs and they try to find uh, match them up with employers. 
and they did a poll of it's uh kind of down here at the bottom it was i think it was like 1400 or so 1259 current or recent college graduates in the united states so this was a national survey and this was conducted between march 27th and april 13th of 2015 so it's fairly recent for this kind of thing and they surveyed 1300 roughly 1259 current or recent college students they found of those 14% had steady career type jobs lined up for after graduation and so that means full time jobs that means um not internships etc right actual full time paying jobs 14% of that year of 2015's college seniors had those types of jobs lined up and that has actually that's actually been dropping okay this is this is one of the things that i like to point out is that the trend is away in my opinion is away from college degrees being important now there's some economic reasons why first off everybody's getting a college degree right everybody's been told it's important everybody's doing it and so now when you're a jo- when you're an employer and everybody you look at has a college degree it starts to lose its meaning especially when you talk to a lot of employers and they say well you know a lot of these students they don't they don't necessarily perform exceptionally better than the the people who don't have degrees so it's it's starting to lose its value because everybody's getting them and people that really have no business getting degrees are getting them and they're not it's not significantly improving the quality of work that they do but this is again this has been going down so in 2014 it was 7 2015 is 14% 2014 it was 17% and in 2013 it was 20% that had jobs lined up so it's actually been slowly decreasing the amount of people who have job full-time you know career type jobs lined up after the they graduate so again it's maybe some evidence that the the degree is losing its value another thing so one of the things that uh, janet brought up was that 99% of web dev jobs with good companies require a degree now it's 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 one of the tricks that people do in, in thinking they say they put a condition in there that's un untestable it's completely subjective so something like with good companies require there's no way who defines what a good company is what are the criteria then how do you test for etc like you could manipulate that in so many ways so one of the simplest things that we can do to look at that is just say well do 99% of all jobs that are related to web development require a degree and so I just did a, I went over to, to indeed.com and just did a simple kind of analysis over there. Now you could dig into these more if you want to do this and, and prove this to yourself, but take these numbers for what they're worth. So if I do a search nationwide for web developer over on indeed.com, which indeed.com is a search, essentially a search engine for jobs. It's one of, if not the largest job search engines out there. And so there's, hundreds probably millions of jobs posted on indeed.com and it helps looking at the data helps give you a decent snapshot of what's actually going on in the job market 
what types of jobs companies are actually posting for. And so if I do a search over there for web developer nationwide, that's it. I get 52,302 jobs that show up. And if we look at the salary estimates, uh, you know, 45,000 are 70,000 and plus, 36,000 or 85,000 and plus. If you go all the, all the way to the top, which is 115,000 and plus, there's 8,800 jobs available at that, that income range. And if you look at experience level, they have mid-level, senior level, and entry level. So there's 27,000 uh, mid-level jobs, and there's 7,906 entry-level jobs, which are kind of the ones that we'll focus on. There's 8,300 senior-level jobs. But So that's just doing a nationwide search. There, you know, There's no qualifiers or anything. If I add the qualifier of getting rid of the terms minus bachelor's degree. So you can do negative kind of keyword terms on, on the search engine. So what that means is if any of if the job description has the word bachelor's or degree in it, it's going to be removed from this search. Now that's a fairly broad search. That's probably going to remove some things that maybe don't completely require a degree. But I'm trying to give the complete benefit of the doubt here. Make my case the worst it could be and see where we land. So if I do that, the number of jobs available do. So these are jobs that are available that most likely don't require uh, a bachelor's degree. Okay. So if I do that, it does drop, but it drops to 25,000. So it cuts about in half. It's a far cry from the 99% that, that Janet gave us, which again, I understand is probably hyperbole, but that's what they do. They're not based, their thinking isn't based off of any factual information. It's just, this is how I feel about it. I've been told this. And so I want to believe that this is important. And so I'm just going to make up percentages. Well, 99 per, or 50% is nowhere close to 99%. If we look at the income ranges, this is one of the ones that I find interesting. If you look at, so if you look at the $115,000 uh, a year plus salary range. Again, with no qualifiers, there's 8,800 jobs available. Uh, jobs that don't require a bachelor's degree, there's 5,800 available. That's more than half. That's about probably three quarters. So even at the highest income levels, there's still tons of jobs available for web developers that don't require degrees. Uh, if you look at the mid-level, you know, it drops from 20, it was 26,000, 27,000 down to 11,800. So a little bit more than half. But again, still a far cry from the 99%. If you look at entry level jobs, there were 7,900 available without the qualifiers, and there's 5,500 available. Again, much higher uh, still available than 50%. So for entry-level jobs, that, that tells you chances are for an entry-level job, it's not going to require a bachelor's degree, which is the point I've always made, that for entry-level jobs, most of those employers are going to know that they're going to have to train you. Matter of fact, we can take a look at uh, one of the listings that's over there. So I just clicked through on one of the listings for one of these jobs that isn't requiring a bachelor's degree. Mentions nothing about a bachelor's degree. I read through it. 
There's literally nothing mentioned about a degree or anything. It's all about what skills you know and so forth. And it's a full-time position. It happens to be in Charleston, South Carolina. It's marked as mid-level, and it's for a back-end web developer. And in the very first paragraph of the job listing, it says, we specialize in certifying our developers through our in-house training program, quote-unquote, the incubator, where learning and sharing are top priority. So this is a mid-level position. And they're noting that they take their programmers, they take their developers through an in-house training. Now they call it a, a, a cert- certifying them, but it also says we're learning and sharing our top priority. This is a training program for a mid-level position. These employers know they're going to have to do this. Now, if you look through the list of, of things that they require, so it's the things you know have done, ability to use a computer with <laughs> a GUI, familiarity with Git and GitHub, advanced understanding of relevant database languages, and probably the one that seems to be the, the one that really is important to them, it says in-depth understanding of object-oriented JavaScript, in lo- including prototyping. And then it says installing a jQuery plugin, plugin and then following a tutorial does not count. Okay, so they that's probably the one that the, is not gen, general that's on this list. A lot of them are experienced working with a team of passionate individuals, all the regular stuff. This is something very specific, object-oriented JavaScript, including, including prototyping. And this is what I tell you all the time. This is the stuff to look for. Right? I talk about end results when it comes to freelance. But when it comes to hiring jobs, it's it's really specific skills. And we talked about Chris Sean before where he got hired for his job because he knew Bootstrap. They wanted a lot of other things, but what they really wanted was someone who knew Bootstrap. And so he was able to get hired for his position, even though he didn't know all of the other things that they wanted. He didn't have the degree and all that stuff because he knew the specific thing that they wanted. If you dug into object-oriented JavaScript and including prototyping and became an expert at that and could show that and prove that, you'd probably get hired for this job regardless of the rest of the stuff. Also, things that will impress us on this job job posting. System administration background, e-commerce development experience because they do a lot of e-commerce in this. Written articles, tips, or tricks for the web development community. A love for learning and ability to perform. These aren't the, again, these aren't the things that everybody's going to tell you that you need in order to get a job. These aren't degree related stuff. This isn't the typical stuff that people are going to tell you. This is an actual job posting from a a company out there. And if you click through to some of these, you're going to find similar type things that these companies are after. They know that they're going to train you. There's probably some specific skill that they're after. And they want to know if you have some other skills, uh, communication, ability to interact with the team, and so forth type skills. Those are the things that are ultimately going to be mad matter to them uh, to see if you're really a good culture fit for them. Again, not a single mention of the requirement to have a degree. Again, and this is a, a mid-level position. Moving on, uh, this is so some interesting uh, uh, quotes that I've found out there from uh, some different people that I thought were pertinent. So 
this is from a Connecticut-based job coach named Judy Perkins. This is an article on Monster.com about how to uh, overcoming degree requirements and job ads. And this is what she said. She said companies, so they're talking about companies that put these these requirements for bachelor's degree and whatever on their job listings. It says companies that do this are usually trying to use the ad as a strong qualifier to cut down the massive number of resumes they receive. The company hopes the list of requirements will deter, deter the bulk of unrealistic submittals. This is what I've said time and time again. They put that degree requirement on there to scare you away, to scare away the people who don't have the degree and aren't really confident in their skills. You know, someone like me, someone like some of the developers that I work with who are really, really skilled in this kind of thing. If I looked at a job and it was a P, let's say a PHP developer job, and it lists the things that you were going to do. And it was all just stuff that I knew I could do. And then it said requires a bachelor's degree. I would laugh. I would. I would know better. Because that that's it has nothing to do with what the job is. It's literally put there to scare people away. And so it's my opinion that a large chunk, a large portion of these jobs that do even the one look, we we looked at indeed, and half of them don't even list it. But even among the half that do, a lot of those companies, they simply put that on there to try and cut down the amount of resumes they get and scare people away. So that only the most confident, only the most uh, qualified people apply. Now, if you believe that you have the skills necessary and you're confident in yourself, you know what you're doing, the, the bachelor's degree is not required. And you can get there without getting the bachelor's degree. So even among the half of jobs that say they require a bachelor's degree, most probably don't actually require it. It's just there to scare you away. Uh, A company that's a good example of one that doesn't really focus too much on degrees, you might have heard of them, called Google. And... Google's chairman and head of hiring, Laszlo Block, did an interview over on VentureBeat and, and talked about this. And so one of the things that, that kind of came out of what he said is that Google v- values the skills and experience that candidates get in, a co- in college, but a degree doesn't tell them much about talent or grit. And so what he said specifically, uh, quoting him, is when you look at people who don't go to school and make their way in the world, those are exceptional human beings, and we should do everything we can to find those people. So Google actually specifically looks for people who don't necessarily go the beaten path and get a college degree, and they don't focus. In fact, it's not even in their hiring guide at all. And this is the the kind of the head of hiring at Google. It's not even in their hiring guide. So uh, a big tech company like this isn't placing a, a ton of uh, focus on the degree. In fact, when talking about the things that matter, he said, it looks like the thing that separates out the capable students from the really successful ones is not so much their knowledge, but their persistence at something. And he said, this is what kind of he ultimately said, my belief is not that one shouldn't go to college. Most don't put enough thought into why they're going and what they want to get out of it. 
And both Block and Schmidt are adamant that most people should go to college, but that skills and experience are more important than the stamp of expertise. And this, this ultimately gets to my point. What I'm saying is that if you're going to college to get the skills, there's a specific set of skills, you know what they are, and they're going to be given to you through your CS degree. And what you're actually getting and learning is what you want, what you know you're going to need and use in your career, then so be it. But for web developers, that's that's rarely the case. I mean, that's the thing about it. That's why I said, I said specifically, CS degrees are useless for web developers. Because in a CS degree, that's you're rarely going to learn. They don't spend a ton of time on web development. That's been the experience of the people who I know who have CS degrees. They'll talk about what they learned, and it's not web development. There's maybe a little mixed in, but you're spending four years learning a bunch of other stuff. You're spending tens of thousands of dollars learning a bunch of other stuff. So if you're someone who wants to code, who wants to program and be a web developer, web developer, I don't, a CS degree to me is, is not the way to go. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning, this is all under the cloud of the amount of debt that, that people accumulate doing this, getting these degrees that ultimately don't help them all that much. And so just to run through some of these statistics, so this is specific to America, but I would imagine a lot of places have similar type uh, scenarios. So as a total, Americans owe nearly $1.3 trillion in student loan debt, which is spread out, spread out among 43 million borrowers. And the average class of 2016 graduate has 37172 in student loan debt, which is up 6% from a year ago. As a result of that, then student loan delinqu- the student loan delinquency rate is 11.6%. So 43 million borrowers, 11, almost 12% of those people can't pay them off. They're, they're delinquent. And the average monthly student loan payment for a borrow, borrow, borrower age 20 to 30 is $351 a month. So if you want to saddle yourself for the next 30 years with that three dollars to $400 a month payment, you ought to make sure that what you're getting out of it is what you actually need. Actual loans into, and that you're going to be able to pay it off. Right? The, the loans in default, it's 3.9 million borrowers or $63.2 billion uh, in delinquency. <laughs> and probably the kicker here is that of all of that, it's not just undergraduate degrees. In fact, 40% of the $1 trillion in student loan debt was used to finance graduate and professional degrees. So a lot of the debt is for people who are getting graduate, they're getting MBAs, they're getting those sorts of degrees. And how much is that really helping them? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But you should know what you're getting into when you decide to take this on. So I think that thoroughly deals with this idea that 99% of jobs require a web dev degree. No, they don't. In fact, we found on Indeed that a full 50% didn't even mention it. 
And of those 50% that do, there's a good chance that a lot of those don't actually require it. They just list it on there as a scare tactic. That percentage is obviously much harder to get at because those companies aren't going to admit that. But you know how many how many people are getting hired to these jobs that don't have degrees and so forth? There's maybe something to look at uh, there. At the end of the day, what I want you to get out of this is I want you to understand that if you want to be a web developer, right, the thing that you should be looking at now and considering now and weighing now is if you want to be a web developer and you think a CS degree is the way to do that, I really want you to think that through to know exactly what you're going to learn in your CS degree. Is it really related to web development? And at the end of the day, is it worth how much you're going to spend and the amount of time you're going to put into it in order to get that degree? And I don't want you to be fooled into thinking that simply having that degree is going to be all you need in order to have a successful career in web development. Chances are you're going to spend that money, you're going to spend that time, you're going to get that degree. You may or may not get hired. And even if you do, you're going to have to go back and teach yourself web development anyway. So consider that in the context of some of the other stuff I talk about with Udemy and Linda and the YouTube stuff that's out there. Again, for me, my money. I would, I'd take some courses over on Udemy. I'd foot the bill for, uh, you know, 75 bucks right now. If you use the johnmorrisonline.com slash September, I'd foot the bill myself for that. Get those five courses. And by the time you're done with those, you'll probably have more than you would have ever got out of a CS degree in terms of actual web development, programming, skills, training, experience, etc. All right, so I'm going to leave it there. Hopefully I <laughs> address that one thoroughly. Obviously, if you have some pushback, you have some comments, agree, disagree, be sure to uh, leave those comments. If you're listening on SoundCloud, you can leave them right in the, the stream there. Uh, if not, you can always email me, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, etc. All right, if you're not subscribed to the show, you're new to the show, then you can head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash johnmorrisshow. You'll see all the back episodes there. You can get all the links for subscribing on Android, iTunes, SoundCloud, etc. you also see where to send me questions and so forth all over there at johnmorrisonline.com slash johnmorrisshow. If you like this episode, be sure to like it or leave me a review over on iTunes, johnmorrisonline.com slash iTunes. I'd really appreciate that. If you know somebody who's considering uh, a CS degree or is maybe partway through one and uh, you know you think, well, gosh, maybe I ought to steer them a different way or at least give them the information, please consider sharing with us this with them. I'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, and... As I mentioned at the very beginning, if you're new to the show, I want to encourage you to to do the 10 episode challenge again. I, in this episode, I, I I mentioned recent episodes that if you're haven't listened to, you might be a little lost and behind. Uh, be sure to catch up on all of those. Listen to the last 10 episodes and get yourself caught up, so you're on the same page as the rest of us. All right, thanks again, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time.